You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Maggie. We are on session four. How are you feeling about being four sessions into this unit? I'm excited. I think this is a really fun unit. Lots of miracles taking place, lots of ways for kids to really see Jesus's power at work. Absolutely. And this is an especially fun story. Not that, you know, there are non-fun stories in the Bible, but unit 22, session four is Jesus fed many people. So this is going to be a familiar story to some kids, but Sarah, why don't you share with us the big idea of the session and then the Christ connection? Sure. So the big idea is over the past few weeks, we learned that Jesus calmed a storm, healed a man who could not walk, healed a sick woman, and brought a little girl back to life. Jesus consistently showed he was more than a good teacher or a good man. His power and authority proves he is the son of God. Today, Jesus performs another miracle and reminds us that he has power to care for all of our needs. The Christ connection is, by feeding the crowd, Jesus provided for the physical needs of the people. Later, Jesus called himself the bread of life, John 6.35. Only Jesus can satisfy our souls forever by providing forgiveness, peace with God, and eternal life. All right, so now we're going to take some time and go through some different activities that we have pulled out to discuss. So I'll start off with our younger preschoolers who have an activity called Search for the Key Passage in a Grain Bin. And so some types of grain that would work well for this activity are oats, rice, or even rice cereal. And if you use this activity, just make sure to put up an allergy alert, as always, when we use food or, or materials like that, where kids are really going to be in them. And then for older preschool, there's an activity called sponge paint loaves and fish. So it involves a fish-shaped, you know, paint stamp, as you might guess from the title. And to make a fish-shaped sponge, you can draw an oval and a triangle with a pointed tip at the bottom of the oval and then cut out the sponge. So just like a, a dish sponge or, you know, kitchen sponge or something like that. If that isn't going to work for your kiddos, you, you could also use fish stickers or instruct preschoolers to draw a simple fish. So several different options for that activity. Another activity that you want to notice beforehand for older preschool is called look through cookbooks. So that's going to involve bringing in several cookbooks for kids to look through. You could ask parents to bring in cookbooks with pictures. I know cookbooks can be hard to come by. Most of us use the internet at this point. <laughs> I know I do a lot of the time. You could also check with your local library or ask adult small groups if they have any cookbooks with pictures that they could bring into your class. And food magazines would probably also work for this activity, I'm guessing. And then for preschool worship, there's an activity called Go Fishing. And if you don't have time to cut out fish, you can also use chenille stems instead. So just cut them in half and then form them into simple fish shapes and it'll have the same effect. So those are our preschool activities. Sarah, how about our kids' activities? Yeah, so for kids' worship, there's an additional activity called Miracle Review. And for this activity, kids could also act out the miracles if you need to switch up or extend the activity. So that's always fun whenever kids get an opportunity to kind of 
show their acting skills to the yeah. to the group. So it's fun. Yes. And then for midweek, there is an activity called church staff encouragement. And for this, you want to just make sure that you prep early enough in the week to get a response from your church staff members. We know that they're always busy and have lots of stuff going on. So we definitely want to make sure that the church staff is available to help if needed. But that sounds like a really fun activity for kids to also kind of learn more about the people in their church. Yeah, I love it. All right. So what's something that is exciting to you or that stands out about this session, Sarah? Yeah. So I think you mentioned earlier that this story is probably one that might be familiar to a lot of kids, especially if they've grown up in church or they're regular attenders. This is a story that we love to tell, especially to kids. So they might have heard it before, but even if they have, we can present it in a way that is fresh and exciting. We always want to communicate the truth to kids that there's always something more to learn from the Bible, even if you've heard it a hundred times. God is an infinite God and his truths are as infinite as he is. And so we can always learn something new, but we can really kind of help tie this story to the big picture question and answer, which was dealing with Jesus's humanity and his divinity. So in this story, we see Jesus's human body understood how these people felt. I love that in the text, it said that he had compassion on them. So he has a... a response of compassion to these people because they were tired and they were hungry. They needed to eat. And we all know what that feels like. Jesus could sympathize with their human needs here. He ate and he grew tired as well while he was on earth. But as God, he held the solution to satisfy them. He held the power to multiply the bread and the fish so they would be filled. Not only would their bellies be filled, but it was ultimately pointing to the truth that he is the bread of life that has come down to give us complete satisfaction, both spiritually and physically. And so as we look at his humanity and divinity, we can help kids understand how Jesus is the only way we can find this complete satisfaction. He provides for our earthly needs, and then he died so that our spiritual needs can be met as well. Absolutely. You know, like you were saying, this is such a great tangible lesson for kids to see that God provides and kids can relate to being hungry, right? Like how many times have we had kids ask for snacks? So they get that feeling. <laughs> or so they're going to connect with that part. <laughs> right. Yes. But we always want more goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> so they will totally connect with that part, which I think is always helpful when we're teaching a Bible story. I also love that this passage specifies that Jesus and the disciples were traveling in an area that would have been Gentile territory. So that is yet another reminder that Jesus came for everyone. And I think that that could be a cool thing to point out to kids of like, you know, these were people who might not typically have heard the gospel, but Jesus wanted everyone to know about his love. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.